Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Uh, dude, I'm, I'm here. I'm, you know, uh, wasn't washed away in the flooding, and then I didn't freeze <laughs> to death in the snow that immediately followed the flooding, and uh, then it started pouring the rain again two days ago. Today is the first day it has not rained since. It's funny uh, you say that because Monday it's getting... of last week. Yeah, I was say it's funny because it's actually getting hotter over here. Like it's hitting 70, 80 degrees here in California. I'm just like, I oh, hate it's, this state. It's wicked fucking cold right now. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, it rained, snowed, and then rained for nine goddamn days straight. And now it's not. And that makes me happy. Yeah. And it's not much, not that big of a pain in the ass for you. Um, well, guys, if you're new to the podcast, uh, what Josh and I normally do here is we talk about two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform like Netflix, Amazon Prime, what have you. Um, we, we just you know talk about the show in its entirety, give our thoughts and impressions, give it great at the end. But what you've stumbled upon here now is Uninhibited, where Josh and I just talk about whatever we want, talk about what's on our mind, sometimes have a guest, we don't today. Um, yeah. But uh, we we do this in alternating weeks. Review uninhibited. Review yeah. uninhibited. Review right. uninhibited. Review uninhibited. Review uninhibited. He's review record, uninhibited. Folks. He's uh, he's broken now. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll just get new parts. <laughs> That's how it works now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I was gonna say it's not how it works. I was like, but he can technically. So, oh, you, you, you know, I've actually the, funny that you bring that, that I brought that up and you play into that uh, because I've been waiting on a new prosthetic upgrade for months and months and months and months and months. I have called, I have left messages because when I originally went back in October to get refitted for it, they had made the or the first time was in the summer in July. They had made the socket the wrong size. And it didn't fit. They used the original mold cast and had to remake it entirely. And then once it was ready in October, when I went to get it, they didn't have the foot upgrade ready yet. Jesus. So it's like, when you have the foot upgrade, call me and let me know. They've never called me and let me know. I have called back and called back and called back and never gotten a response. And I'm like, I can never catch the guy when he's there now. They had a merger of two healthcare systems in my region and the two hospitals that were a mile and a half apart are now under the same fucking healthcare system. And they shut one down as an actual hospital hospital. And now it's like inpatient rehab and other services. So they, the numbers have changed. They've moved the facility and then I find out yesterday that my actual physician that it took me three years to find a physician to see me 
that I've been seeing for the past four years now, he is going to be a hospital only doctor uh, doing patient rounds and stuff like that and doing treatments there and no longer seeing patients. So now I have to find a new fucking doctor. Well, that's fun. And one that's going to be working with my prosthetic guy too. So it's a fucking nightmare of a fucking roller coaster right now. And it sucks. Yeah. That, ah, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. This country. And it's, I mean, it's not just this country by a long shot, but the way that our like societal, medical shit works is such a pain in the ass that's because we are in an oligarchy my friend and not a fucking democracy and anybody that doesn't recognize that you're fooling yourself <laughs> but this is not a political podcast but it no does but suck when there are not supposed to be monopolies but all i mean of there's, sudden, there's a the whole... health care the whole the, all of a sudden the whole health care system in my region for hours upon hours three, four-hour drives, it's the only healthcare system there is now. Yeah. I was going to say the... Uh, um, there's a whole episode on uh, from uh, Adam Ruins Everything where he kind of goes into the problems with the healthcare industry, and it's... it's if you don't know, what he says is correct. I knew going in, I knew what he was going to say because I've done partially the research... Mm-hmm. And I, and I um, but if you don't know, I highly recommend it because what he says is true in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But, um, but I have a fun story for you, Josh, that happened to me while I was door dashing the other day. Okay, let's uh, hear it because let's move on to something more amusing <laughs> because uh, I don't want to sit here and bitch for an hour. It's it's amusing, um, and please keep it that way because. As irritating as it will sound, I promise you at the end I was I had a chuckle. So um, occasionally through DoorDash, we will get an order from Safeway, which is a grocery store in the area. I don't know if there's yes, Safeways yes. on the East Coast, but <laughs> I don't uh, think there are. But some some of us like myself are aware that Safeway is a grocery chain. Okay, well, <laughs> if there's somebody who's listening who doesn't know, it's a grocery chain. What they do though is um, they'll they'll uh, they have a system that delivers groceries to you. They have refrigerated trucks that they pack up and Dude, get you get your do stuff. Do you know there. Do you know how many issues that would have solved for me last week? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because not being able to drive currently, and you know my wife working from home, and then if she I have to depend on her to go anywhere, and if she's ill. And I have somewhere I have to be. It's an issue. Yeah. No, I know. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, Which is but, why as soon as we get this show done, I need to call my insurance and talk to them about what I need to do to get vehicle modifications on the car. Absolutely. But yes, carry on. Carry on. So from time to time, again, us DoorDashers will get an order that's through Safeway. So... Just so you know, when I'm looking at the DoorDash app, what I see is a, a screen that comes up and it says where to go. Um, like it just my phone lights up and I go to the app and it says go to hell. McDonald's. Go to hell and you die. Go to hell and you die. <laughs> go to McDonald's, uh, pick up this order, and you're going to deliver it over here. Do you accept? And I say yes, or just say accept. Um, it then goes to a second screen that's a map on how to get to the McDonald's. Um, once I'm there, I then slide a thing that says I'm there and then it shows the, all the items on the order. So that way I can double check it and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, 
And then once I check every item off, I then slide again, and it'll come up with a map of how to get to the customer's house. Um, Very uh, convenient. It's it's. I mean, it's it's designed. It's idiot proof, realistically. But uh, really, uh, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be idiot proof. Well, there, there, there's not a DoorDash in my town, so. I'm not saying that it's because people couldn't do it. I'm saying it's because I'm so isolated. <laughs> the GPS wouldn't work. Right. Um, but also too, most people here couldn't navigate a GPS if they wanted to. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, no offense, right. rednecks. <laughs> All the offense. No. Uh, so the reason I'm telling you this is because there are, are things I can do that, that tell me what I'm getting. If it is an order that has been "quote unquote" outsourced, um, I see the name of the customer differently, and I don't see what's on the order itself. So, with like I said, with DoorDash, there's the, the you see the person's name, and then you see all the stuff that they ordered. Mm -hmm. What what I see if it's not a DoorDash order is the person's full name, first and last, which mm -hmm. is never a thing. It's usually first name, last initial. Uh, and then I see, uh, uh, I see nothing. <laughs> I see, I have no idea what they ordered. You have an order for, you know, Stanley fucking whatever. Sometimes they'll put their first name twice. So sometimes they'll be like, Stanley, Stanley. And you're just like, well, I don't think that's their last name. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Oddly enough, that's, that's my stepdad's last name so that's my mom's married name and my half sisters so um, what you're <clears throat> anyway telling me is if they had a kid named stanley it would be stanley stanley yes yes that is correct that's what it would be <laughs> uh so with this particular order from safeway i i knew a that it was not a doordash order and i knew that b um because it wasn't a DoorDash order, I know that also Safeway isn't on the DoorDash app itself, so it wouldn't have been a DoorDash order to begin with. But that's how I recognize it. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're just seeing a name and an address. You're not seeing items you have to ensure that are there. No, I'm not even seeing that. I'm just seeing, hey, it's for Greg Greg Cripes. I think it was Cripes or some shit like that in uh, Sacramento. Huh, Cripes, um, Greg. <laughs> I know. I thought so. I was like, well, that's funny. And it's at Safeway. That's all I see. And I'm just like, all right. So I accept it. And it's like 12 bucks for the whole thing, which was really nice because usually it's not that high. Yeah. Um, but then I saw the location. It was like all the way. Like when I say all the way in Sacramento, I'm on a fucking 30 minute drive. Um, now I know that like to you, Josh, like 30 minute drive doesn't sound like a lot, but for heat, for DoorDash purposes, like Dude, when most of the orders are. Me. I get it. Um, <laughs> when I, you know, I did pizza delivery for years and years. Yeah, There's yeah, there you good go. money in pizza delivery, especially tips and commission. Um, as long as business is busy, you can clean up. But uh, you know, my average delivery time was like seven or eight minutes. You know, round trip. You didn't want it to, you didn't want these deliveries that took 10, 15 minutes to get there and the same amount of time to get back. Right. So yeah, exactly. 30 minute ride sucks. Just to get to her house. Like yeah. just keep that in mind. Like it's gonna be a at least 20 minutes to get back into an area where they'll give us another order. So yeah. So you're looking at an almost an hour round trip. 
when it comes to accepting the order, picking it up, taking it there, and then getting back into your area. When normally we make, on average, I would say 15 to 20 bucks an hour. At this point, we're now making $12 you're, an hour. You're, you're, you're making less because of that yeah. one run. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pain in the ass is the, the long and short of it. And, uh, but my dad and I have agreed that accepting every order makes our rating look better and we get more orders eventually. Yeah, you got sometimes you got to take up about of a shit burger before you get to the fucking good burger. Exactly. So, so I accept the order and I knew and I looking at the order I knew immediately that it was a it was a uh, commissioned order via Safeway because I don't know why they do it but I assume like oh they there's too many orders that's backed up they need a DoorDasher to come and take some of it yada yada yada. Here's the problem. They don't let the customer know. And oh, so the customer past, might be expecting a Safeway truck. Right. So in the past when I've delivered, they're just like, so you work for DoorDash? And I'm like, yeah, I think they just like commissioned me to deliver it. And they're like, oh, okay, no biggie. Like that's the most I've ever gotten. Yeah. It never turns into a thing until this situation. Uh-oh. So it took us a half an hour to get there. We have all her groceries in the back. And, and my dad was like, what groceries are there? And I was like, typical groceries. Like you got some meat, you got what's some veggies, you got some fruit, you got some milk. <laughs> what's he wanting? A fucking road snack? I mean, shit. He always does that shit. Like whenever we have uh, any order, he's just like, "What they get?" I'm like, why do you care? <laughs> I, no, I, I just, I just find it amusing. And in, in the back of my mind, I'm picturing your dad like, "Hey, they got any like fudge dip devil dogs in there or something?" He, wow, I don't know a place in fucking Elk Grove that would sell Dutch. Apparently, apparently, they are a snack cake made by Drake's. And they're popular in the Northeast region. And I've never tried one, but my buddy Dustmites loves them. And he taunts me with them sometimes when we're in a hangout. He's like, oh, these things are delicious. I'm like, you know, I'd love to try one. I'll get you a box. They're like, all right, uh, get me a box. I'll pay, pay, and pay you to ship it to me. He's like, no, I'll just bring it at our next meetup. And he never remembers to do it. And for some reason... That was the first thing that popped in my head because, you know, I'm thinking road snacks. What do you normally have? Beef jerky is typical, but you had that god-awful case of Slim Jims in your car for the past month, so I didn't want to go immediately to beef jerky. And then I thought, well, you know, something sweet. And that's what I went to. So that's why I went there. And I'm sorry because I derailed the fuck out of your story for the past 90 seconds. Well, it, it's also derailed because I've, like I said, that is 100% an East Coast thing. I'd never heard of that in my life. So I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, hey, here, I'm stuck with shit like Little Debbie. So that's true. Yeah. Anywho, uh, so I get to her house and I grab Blue Pete that, that, Safeway gave me. Yeah. And she looks at me and she's just like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? And I said, oh, I just want to make sure you had the receipt before I go and grab the groceries. And she's like, where are the groceries at? And I said, they're in my trunk. And she's like, trunk? And I said, yeah, let me go grab them real quick for you. So I go grab all the groceries. And it wasn't that much. So I could do one trip. And I go to bring them to the front door. She's just standing are the, there. Are, the, are they in plastic bags with the yeah. handles? Yeah, yeah. You better have done it in one trip. <laughs> Well, sometimes if it's like 12 bags, I can't do that. Like it's just, Oh, no, no. no. You, that's when you wrap them up on the wrist and, you know, let your if wrist it's carry my the weight on your thumb joint. If it's my uh, groceries, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Because if I just, jam it something just, of mine, I'm okay with it. 
just so we're clear, okay, you're doing this to not worry the customer. Right. But this was like four bags. Protect so. protecting protecting her kale and her asparagus and shit. I dude, if it was any of that, I, I didn't see that, but but yes. Well, uh, you, you also didn't, you know, acquiesce to your dad's wishes of wanting to know what was in the fucking bag. So how would you know? That's true too. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I, I, I go and grab the groceries. I bring it back inside. And she's just like, so where's the, where's the refrigerated truck? And I said, oh, there's, there's no refrigerated truck. I said, I'm, I work for DoorDash and they commissioned me to bring your groceries to you. And she's like, so not in a refrigerated truck. And I said, no, ma'am, I, I don't have a refrigerated truck. And she goes, well, I don't understand. Why didn't you bring a refrigerated truck? And I said, I don't own a refrigerated truck. I'm a DoorDasher. What's DoorDash? Well, DoorDash is a service in which I bring hot food from restaurants normally to people who ordered it. She's like, right. So why are you delivering my Safeway food? And I said, I said, well, that's again, that's because Safeway commissioned because either they're busy or something's going on. I don't know. This happens from time to time. And she goes, that's unacceptable. I like that's not, that's not okay. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be worried about my food being in some of the back of someone's trunk. How am I supposed to trust you that you're going to bring it to me? You should have told her that the dead hookers had it under control and none of her groceries shifted around. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, again, because it is a commissioned outside of DoorDash thing, I could have flipped you're her not, off and called her and cut and left. Yeah, sure. which is why you should go back and tell her that. You're like, you remember your groceries? It's okay. The dead hookers had it under control. They had those bags held tightly clutched to their chest. They were not going to let them roll around. Here's the thing. And because the they thing. didn't have any more body heat, it wasn't going to get too hot. Josh, Josh, you're going to need to let me finish the story eventually. Yeah, eventually. Uh, here's the thing. She was clearly confused. That's why she was acting this way. She had never seen this before or heard this before, so she was very, very confused. It's not and, a difficult concept to understand. Like, no, it's not. But I was sitting there thinking, like, I don't know what she has to go through. Like, Greg, the guy who the order was through, was laying on the couch covered in blankets, and I could tell that he was disabled because there was a ramp that went up to the house, and she was wearing scrubs. So that told me one of two things. She's either his professional nurse or she's related to him, and she wears the scrubs because he sometimes shits himself, and maybe that was the case this morning why she was in such a bad mood. And I was like, you know what? That's not fair to somebody. Like, I'm not in a bad mood, but she is, and I don't know what she's going through, so I'm going to be nice on the situation. God damn that it. There you had to go and be decent. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes all of my jokes seem mean now. <laughs> I thought they were funny. I was just explaining why I didn't go with the route of like being mean or rude or just taking off. No, it's a good practice to stay in, to be honest, especially when you're dealing with the public, because right. somehow it can and will come back to bite you in the ass. It's true. It's true. So I, I, she, she goes, so I explained to her what DoorDash is. She's like, right. So why, why did you deliver my food? And I said, again, I think that's the Safeway just like this has happened before. And she goes, it's happened before. And I said, oh, yeah, I, I've had to deliver Safeway many times in the past. And she goes, that just seems so, so wrong. Like if I order through Safeway, I want a Safeway truck here. And I said, I understand that entirely, ma'am. And, and I would highly recommend that you contact Safeway and let them know that you don't want a DoorDasher or, or, or even a Postmates or a Grubhub or I don't know, deliver your food. And she goes, yeah, I just, that's, this is, uh, it's ridiculous. Like, why can't you contact them? And I said, because I don't have that capability. 
She said, what do you mean you don't have that capability? You can't contact DoorDash. And I said, I can give a a rating after I say that I've delivered it and and give my you know opinion on that situation. But contacting DoorDash, there's nothing that I can do in that regard. She goes, well, don't you work for them? And I said, not necessarily. I'm I'm a I'm a contractor. You're a private uh, contractor. Private con. Yeah, I think uh, I use the word private contractor, but I can think of it at the moment. I said, I'm a private contractor, ma'am. So what I do is is I work with DoorDash to make the deliveries. She's like, wait, so DoorDashers aren't employees? And I said, no. This is actually a big thing of contention recently with the, with the voting thing. She's like, I kind of heard about that. And I said, right. It was also with Uber and Lyft because any of those companies that do services like that are private contractors. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like so how am I supposed to trust that a DoorDasher is going to bring my food to me if you know I paid Safeway to deliver it? And I said, that is exactly that is 100% a, a, a reasonable concern, and I again would recommend contacting Safeway about it. Like I, there's because there's nothing that I can do about it at this point. I said my hands are are very much tied in regards to taking care of the situation. I said when I look at my app and I get an order, I just accept it and I deliver the food. Um, I said I'm you got lucky with me. I'm a very good DoorDasher. I don't eat the food. I don't touch the food. I don't look at the food other than putting it in the bag, the, either the, a, the hot bag or my trunk in order to deliver it to it, to the customer in a, in yeah. a timely manner. And she's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you could totally be like Dylan from American Vandal doing Uber eats and eating everybody's food and taking them like three fries. Right. Right. And I said, uh, I said, so in that regard, I think, you know, they, 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 maybe they're picking up door dashers like me who have a very high customer rating. And she's like, well, what's your rating? And I said, it's a 4.8. It's 4.85 out of five. She's like, oh, wow. Well, yeah, then I am lucky. And I said, I said, you know, it, 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 it way to spin that into a positive dude. Well, that's, that was my goal. Like I wanted her to understand that it was not a bad situation, that it, it could have been worse and that she needed to really calm the fuck down without saying directly like, Hey lady, calm the fuck down. You dumb Karen. Um, <laughs> So at the end of it, like after that, she was like, well, I'm really, really sorry for giving you all that trouble. I, I just was very confused and didn't understand it. And thank you for delivering my groceries to me. And she goes, also, I, I ordered them to be here at nine. And I said, oh, really? And she goes, yeah. And I said, oh, I, I got the order at like 10.05. She's like, what? Because it was like close to like 10. It was like a little after 10.30 by the time I got there. Which, which you know, does lead um, to ponder that, yeah, they must have had some issues going on. Maybe a just overabundance of deliveries and not enough trucks to go around. Yeah. Or something wrong with their system. Who knows? I mean, shit happens. Yeah. And I, and I, I said that to her. I said, you know, it's probably a situation where they just got bombarded with with orders and they just needed they needed outsource it for a minute she goes yeah maybe i don't know i'm gonna contact them and see what's up and i said i said personally what i think should really happen is that safeway and or doordash needs to contact the customer and let them know what's going on because this this little surprise is you know not acceptable for for you paying them for food yeah and she goes, yeah, like if I knew about it, maybe I wouldn't be so upset. But like, it's just, I didn't, I, I expected somebody in a refrigerator truck with wearing Safeway. And I was like, I get it. I totally get it. Um, but uh, unfortunately, it's just not the case. And 
She's like, well, again, I'm really, really sorry for giving you so much trouble. And you did a really good job explaining it to me. So I appreciate that. And is there any way I can give you a rating? And I said, unfortunately, no. She's like, what? And I was like, that's the problem. Like, this is 100% through Safeway. So the most you could do is say, like, hey, that one DoorDasher did really good. But at the end of the day, there's nothing they can do about it. So she's like, oh, that sucks. Well, I wish I had a tip to give you. I'm like, I do, too. <laughs> Especially when you probably had to take at least five, maybe ten minutes to explain to her the situation. And you're already, you know, 30, 35 minutes out of your delivery range and have to get back in. So you're losing an hour for $12 and no tip when you could have made, you know, possibly 20 or even more. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, it's a frustrating situation. And that's why, listeners, tipping is important. Because no delivery service and any delivery service that I've ever been aware of that charges a delivery fee, that that never goes to the drivers, ever. Nope, ever, ever. <clears throat> I can tell you right now, if you live in a major city, or you live near a major city, or you're in a city that is classified as a city, but it's like not a major city. I don't know what else to put that, but, um, and you, you're, if you're able to order DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats or Postmates, uh, if you use an Uber or a Lyft or isn't there a third car sharing service? Rideshare. A rideshare I thought was just the term for what they do. I think there is actually one called rideshare though. Uh, well, I could be mistaken. Don't quote me on that. I don't honestly know. Anyway, if you're using any of those services, please tip. $2, $3, it's more than enough. Just tip a, tip a, tip a little bit. Um, really depend on the distance. Like if you know that the place that you're ordering from is a certain distance away, and it's like. You know, there, there is one called Radshare, the Radshare Company. Okay. It's a 501 nonprofit offering ride sharing and commuter programs that make getting to work easier and more cost efficient. My argument uh, for tipping in general for these services is tip appropriate to gas. So my argument is always tip at least a gallon of gas. Always. We're more than happy with that. We really are. Which here, that's two bucks, two fifty. Depending on the week, <laughs> uh, the cheapest here it's three fifteen over here right now. I think it's like two fifteen here, but our regional grocery store, if you get gas at their gas stations, they give you fifteen cents off a gallon, and then on Wednesdays you get thirty cents off if you're part of their rewards program. So I can get gas for under two bucks a gallon today. That's good. Yeah, I just thought that story was kind of funny because she just could not. She was just hung up on the fact I didn't have a refrigerated truck. She just yeah, could not yeah. get over that. <laughs> Man, that you know, remind, this reminds me of the brief, brief period that I worked for Papa John's the first time. I actually worked for them on two different occasions. That that greasy fuck. Well, you know, I, I don't hold anything against i don't hold him in any regard the the company was okay to work for at the time oh, yeah. you know <clears throat> i made good money in tips and commission but the way it worked was like when you went on a delivery you you logged it into the computer system you went on your delivery you come back you log back into the store and work and it calculates your commission on the um 
order size, the order amount, you would get a percentage of that. So say if your order was 30 bucks, you would get like a buck, buck 50 for the commission or something like that. So the bigger the order, the more money you would make. One time, uh, now I always usually always opened up or worked afternoons, but usually opening shift until about seven or eight in the evenings. The, um, <clears throat> we had a big, big order. The store owner said, look, we got a huge <laughs> order on Saturday morning. I'm going to need you and the other guy. His name was Brad. I'm going to need you and Brad to come in at 10 o'clock to help us get it ready. Because we opened at 11, but we had to start the order early. And she also had her assistant manager in there. So there's four of us making pizzas for a $700 order. And me and him both decided, he's like, you know what? We'll just take this order together. We'll deliver it and split the commission. We're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Store manager loaded it up in her van and took it herself and oh cut us God. both the fuck out. A $700 order, the commission on that thing was like 70 some dollars. She fucked, this, she, she fucked both out of us at least 35 bucks a piece, closer to 40 and that would have been to start the day at open. We were pissed because, you know, on a slow day shift, that's what you're going to make in the town that we were lived in until yeah. about four o'clock. That would have been like five hours worth of tips for us. Right. She fucked us out of. And this was back in 1999. So, yeah, I've got, I gathered it was a while ago. <laughs> we were pissed. I don't, yeah, I don't, dude. <laughs> I've worked in, uh, I worked at like a place around here called uh, Roundtable Pizza. Yeah. Their, their entire, I don't know if anyone listening knows what that is because I've heard it's only West Coast. But anyway, their entire theme is all like Knights of the Roundtable and shit. It's really funny. But, um, but there's nothing else other than that than like shit on the wall. Uh, yeah, when I worked there, I had I had like a couple friends who uh, were um, delivery drivers, mm -hmm. and they would always tell me these stories of just like, uh, like certain customers just being absolute cunts, just absolute cunts. I've 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 known a few of those, and I've had some wonderful customers. I've even had two bad relationships start because of deliveries. <laughs> yeah i know that like most times with customer service and this is a, i think this is from my experience most common with customer service nine times out of ten you're getting a good customer shit i'd i'd argue it's like one out of every 50 customers is a pain in the ass in some yeah. way yeah yeah um, and that was the same that I've understood with delivery. Like most of the time with delivery, it's just, you drop off the pizza, you get paid and you go away. Mm -hmm. Um, or nowadays you don't even fucking have to pay, like you can pay before they get there. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, like with, uh, you know, with DoorDash, with fucking, any any customer service job I've ever had, it's 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 most of the time it's just this quick, easy, simple transaction. They leave and you're done. 
or you leave and they're done. You know, the whole thing's done. It's it's easy, but you always have that one. That one's it's just ooh. dude. Oh no, I got a nightmare of one for you right now. Had a delivery come in, and the the instructions on it were come to the back door. Well, went to the back door, and this guy's steps were blocked. You could not get around them. So, you know, I'm having to, they were only like two steps tall. So I'm standing on the ground, and I knock on the door that way. Old man comes and opens the door, and he's wearing nothing but a pair of tidy whities and one of his nuts are hanging out, staring, huh? me, in eye, staring me right in the face. <laughs> I was like, God damn. <laughs> he was like, well, this is uh this is a day I'm gonna have, huh? It's a- yep. Yep. That's fucking funny. I'm wearing nothing but a pair of tidy whities and an oxygen tank, man. <sighs> Jesus. Um Yeah, I think I told you about a couple of the uh deliveries i've had like recently not recently but over the course of years like there was a girl who answered the door who was large i'll just say large just to keep it kind of you know vague but all she was wearing was uh panties and a bra that's it you have those and those are definitely you know you get somebody who's Oh, hi, tee-hee-hee. And it's usually several girls, and one of them's lost a fucking dare that has to do it. I remember one yeah, time I had, yeah. to, I, I remember one time I had to take a delivery on a Friday or a Saturday night, and several teen girls, you know, uh, one of them came to the door, and she was wearing nothing but, you know, her bra and panties, and she stepped out onto the stoop to accept the pizza and give me the money and her friends came and shut the door and locked it on her. Oh God. And now she's embarrassed cause she's outside in her fucking underwear. And I was like, it's okay. I'm, I'm sorry this happened to you. I was like, your friends are jerks. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she was just like, ah, let me back inside. Jesus. I had a, uh, well, that girl that answered the door and got the food that I, I don't remember what I delivered to her. She was clearly high. Like she opened the door and I just smelled weed. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that, <laughs> I thought that thing like day off, huh? <laughs> just, just having a good old day off. I think the funniest one, the funniest one that I actually like, I fucking lost it leaving, like walking down the steps was uh, I had delivered some uh, Chinese food to this, to this apartment. And uh, the girl answers the door and she's like, oh, perfect timing. As she goes to close the door, I literally hear her yell the guy's name that she was with. And she just goes, hey, the post-coitus food is here. Fucking A. (laughs) There you go. Man, I had this one dude. He was a real dick bag when he would order. And I always, I couldn't stand him. And he was a jerk. And like he would always be like standing at the door and he had one of those little windows on his front door. So he'd always be standing looking towards his driveway. Well, where he lived, there was a couple of places around there and I would, I just pulled into the neighbor's place and I walked around the backside 
and I yeah. came up to the left or to the right instead of the left like normal. So he's looking to the right, just peering out the glass. So when I started banging on the door right next to his head, it scared him so bad. He took two steps backwards and tripped over his coffee table and over it and into the floor and oh, it flipped up no. on him. It's fucking hilarious. I was like, oh, hey, you okay there? He's like, where'd you come from, man? I was like, oh, well, they had an order too. So I dropped it off there first. He totally <laughs> bought it and I was just fucking with him. <laughs> oh shit oh man some people are really really weird the guy is a guy recently i delivered like a burger to him and he had clearly just gotten out of the shower i think um because he was like still like his hair was soaking wet and he had a towel around his waist and i opened the door and he just goes i love you okay i was like oh, here's your food bud <laughs> Love me away from me. It's like, love your tip. Don't want to say it that. You know, <laughs> I was wondering, was wondering if you were going to catch that. <laughs> Speaking and of dude in, the, dude in the town, no. I've, I've, I've told, I think I've told you about her. There was a woman, Jolene. Yes, yes, you have. And I yeah. swear to God, Jolene, if you're out there, please hit me up. I need to hear the story from your perspective we will have you on the show we will air that dirty laundry you are you are if if she ever did contact like how excited on a scale of one to ten would you be if she if she had contacted us and agreed to be on here like what would you do I mean, first of all, I would go have some of the dirtiest celebratory sex with my wife that I possibly could imagine. Great. Glad I, glad I could hear that. Oh, I mean, if you want audio of it, I can make that happen. Don't, nope, nope, nope. All right, then. Good, thanks. All right, then. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, no, man, I would. Here's the thing. I can keep shit quiet. I can keep a secret. I would just spring it on everybody all at once. And I wouldn't say shit and let it unfold because the, the sheer delight that I would get from that reaction. I mean, you remember when I told the story live on the air of me shitting myself, you didn't know about that. And that happened five days before I told that story on air. Nobody knew most of the guys on the show didn't know. So that's the kind of thing I revel in just keeping something so fucking secret and then springing it like that just for the reaction. That's that kind of thing. Yeah, man, that, that gets me going. That gets me going. Well, now that I'm, now that I'm sufficiently grossed out, I, I, I'm, I'm sadistic in that way. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, oh, you know, like a uh, in a gossipy kind of way, oh, I've got a secret I can't wait to tell. No, that's not what I'm saying. When I have something that I know is going to be entertaining and get a wonderful reaction, the reaction that I'm hoping for, I play dumb and act like there's nothing going on until it's time to reveal it. That's what I mean. Ah, I gotcha. <clears throat> like if she ever hit us up and contacted me, I wouldn't fucking tell you until I just popped her on the show. Oh, okay. I got you. Got you. Got you. I thought you were trying to say that you wouldn't have her on the show at all. And you just get her perspective for your sake of comedy. No, oh, no. I'd surprise her on you for the sake of just surprise. Well, that's funny in its own right. Yeah. Admittedly. <clears throat> that's what I mean. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what. Oh, God, somebody out there found her. Make it happen. <laughs> anyway, what was I saying? Was I don't know, telling? but her, her name's Jolene. She used to live in Elk Grove. No. She moved. Well, oh, yes, she did. Yes, she she, did. she used to live in Elk Grove, and she moved, uh, let's say, 1995 or 96 at the latest from Elk Grove to Phoenix. Find her. Make it happen. Any of my friends who happen to dabble in private eye business on the Good side. Work. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have a last name, so. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. People have been found with less information. That's true. I actually just watched a video the other day that uh, was kind of about that. It was um, this. Uh, there's a YouTube channel that I watch from time to time called uh, Inside of Mind, where the guy will basically talk about, he'll take a, an ARG or whatever so that somebody made, and he'll kind of break it down. It's really fascinating. I watch all his videos, and he recently had one that was about this ARG that a company was trying to do where they were getting a bunch of people to solve puzzles uh, to find a box. And if you could find this box, you would win an actual cash prize. And yes. one of... One of the puzzles in the ARG that they put up was a picture of a guy named Satoshi. Um, that's all. That's all you had was his first name, Satoshi. And it in in Japanese next to his head in the picture, it said "Find me." That's all it said. Um, and this was like pre-internet days. Mm -hmm. So they were, you know, trying to figure out what to do. They, she, the, the, this girl that he was interviewing. Um, made a website called findsatoshi.com. It still exists to this day. It's still up and running. But um, when uh, when uh, uh, they they were looking at they like they when she made the website, like people had recognized the village that he was standing behind, or that yeah. sorry that was that was behind him, and it's actually like a village in France that mm -hmm. is primarily Japanese people live there. Um, it's different now than it was then, but at the time, that's what the case was. And, uh, they went to the village, couldn't, they, nobody recognized him. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah. Um, and it felt like a dead end and, and it's always kind of been a dead end for years. And it was fascinating to watch this video and hear her perspective on trying to find Satoshi and, and uh, he even asked her, like, do you think you'll ever find Satoshi? And she's like, probably not. He was like, do you think you'll ever give up? And she's like, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But in the video, he wanted to explain to the audience that, like, finding a person based off of just a picture is a thing that exists. A picture and, like, a first name. It totally fucking exists, even today. And he brings up how, like, uh, a couple stories of, like, a woman who was being hit on by a guy, somebody's car alarm's going off, so enjoy that, everybody. Um, the, uh, this, this guy, that's all it's got now. This guy was hitting on a woman at a, at a bar, and he kept hitting on her over and over and over and over and over. She kept declining. Eventually, she goes home, and she has, like, just the name of him and the where he was that night. Um, and she's like, he's really cute, and I, sh I, I was really stupid to say no, and yada, yada, yada. And uh, she puts out the email and, and uh, completely unbeknownst to him or anybody else, like they actually got in contact because he did get her number. Um, they go on a couple dates and then like all of a sudden one of his friends is like, 
dude, this girl is like stalking you. Like she's put your information online to try to find you. And he sees it and notices that it's her. <laughs> and that was into their entire relationship. Hmm. You psychopath. Um, but that's the thing is you're absolutely correct. It's people have been found based on less information. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's possible you could find her, but um, if anyone, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping beyond hope, but I'm not going <laughs> to hold my breath because <laughs> passing out and falling sucks. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know that. What are you talking about? Well, I said, I'm not going to hold my breath. Oh, as in, I'm literally not going to hold my Got breath it. until somebody finds her because then that would, you know, would just pass out. I, I didn't catch that. I did not catch that. I was oh like, my what god! Because is... well, my brain was still on the story with Jolene, so I was like, I was like, yeah, nobody yeah, passed yeah. out. Like nobody fell over. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was very confused. Yeah, that got me. I was like, I don't know. What are you talking about? You crazy bud? Crazy bud? What are you talking about? Oh my goodness! Oh man! Um. I'm trying yeah, to think man. of some other stuff that's happened recently. The Oscars happened. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. Who cares? I mean, I mean, yeah, some people make a big deal of it, make a big fuss over it. I find it amusing that even though it was still the most watched thing on television that night, ratings were down like 20 fucking percent over last year, and it was the lowest, lowest rated one of all time or some shit. Well, that's, that's indicative of two things. Not only is I think the Oscars losing popularity, but I think the other aspect is that um, the uh, uh, TV watchers are dropping significantly too. That too, and plus people just don't fucking give a shit. Uh, I mean, some people do, but I think people are giving much, much less of a shit than they did before. It's funny you say that because did you see the the trend of a guy who was losing his absolute fucking shit because Joker did not win? Okay, I said people. I didn't say the fucking weirdos. Uh, uh, it's funny. I'm uh, telling I, you I, because it's funny. I'm just saying right now, I've watched Joker. It's okay. It didn't give me anything that I haven't seen before. Joaquin Phoenix did give a strong performance, so good for him. He got his little trophy. Whoop de doo. Um, but the movie was not good. I mean, it's 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 a modern retelling of Catcher in the Rye, and I know how you feel about. Oh that my story. god! I know Why, how that's, you feel about that. Hey, story. hey, that's the first time I've heard of that. And if but if that's the fucking case, the movie can go fuck itself. Uh, secondly, I've heard it's like an okay version of what King of comedy and taxi driver did. Like it's not subtle. Like that's the difference between King of comedy and taxi driver is there subtlety to those movies where Joker Mm -hmm. doesn't hit on that subtlety. It's in your face. No, no, there's no subtleties to it at all. That's what I've heard. So there's a little bit of ambiguity, but I think it's, I eventually will see it just so I can can, have a more opinion on it. But, the yeah. point is that I, so to get out to, to get back into what I was talking about with this guy, which really fucking funny about his rant, really funny about his rant is it's not necessarily that Joker didn't win. It's very clear that he was mad that Joker didn't win, and he might have had a rant regardless of what won Best Picture, but he was mad that Parasite won Best Picture because to him, 
a movie should be invalidated of winning Best Picture if it also won Best Foreign Film. Uh, he says in, in his rant, he's like, any movie could have won. The you know, Marriage Story, 1917, uh, Little Women. Marriage Story, ain't no way it could have won. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we talked about that last episode. Fuck yeah. that pile of shit. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a pile of shit, but it definitely, I don't know why it was nominated for Best Picture, but whatever. Um, uh, I've seen worse movies is what I'm getting at. Oh, I have too. I've um, seen many, many, far, far better. But his rant, again, was not, it, it was very clear. He wanted to make it very clear in the video that he's like, I'm not trying to say that that Parasite's a bad movie, but who, who the fuck, raise your hand if you've, if you're actually seeing fucking Parasite, no one has, has actually seen fucking Parasite, which is the whole thing about it, which that's not the point of the fucking Academy Awards. It's not who has seen no. it. Um, it's, but the it's, funniest part to me, the funniest it's to, part to it's me, to pat each other's asses, suck each other's dicks, and fucking, you know, um, which is trade why, around and fucking give each other their, their, their little, oh, we recognize your contributions to the arts. Which is why it was so important that... Uh, that Parasite won because most people were thinking that Parasite being nominated was just a like a don't hate us <laughs> situation. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's. It's. It's a bit of a shocking moment just because it's like, oh, well, okay, Academy, are you changing your ways? Probably not, but uh, you know, good, good, you know, whatever. Um, Anyway, he, he the funniest part to me about that is he, he made it very clear that he was like, any film could have won Best Picture as long as it was made in the United States of America. The fucking uh, Parasite was not made in the United States of America, so it should, it should be invalidated immediately for, for Best Picture um, overall. Well, like, is, he on the, is he on the rules committee? Not only that, but he's an unbelievably wrong. Because he's leaving out a very huge aspect that completely ruins his argument. I mean, I was always under the impression. is a fucking foreign film. 1917 was filmed, made, directed, written, uh, acted by, uh, 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 all in Europe. The whole fucking well, thing is English. Well, the, and, you know, it should be because it's about British soldiers, is it not? It is. I don't know. I've not British seen soldiers it, in France. Based on the trailer, I thought it was British British soldiers in World War One. Um, but anyway, yep. the the whole point is, I was always under the understanding as long as it was a movie that was released in the calendar year, the prior year, made anywhere anywhere in the world, and saw a distribution uh, in so many movie theaters for such a period of time, it was awards eligible for any award show. Yeah, well, yeah. For, so, the, for the Oscars, the way that a movie is is not as uh, eligible for for film of the year is if it was made in the calendar year. Yeah, that's it. That's literally it. It, it. it could it have has only to been have some distribution in a theater, though, even it, if it's limited. Well, yeah, yeah. It has it has to be some in some way publicly released, which Parasite did have a limited release, but. Um, yeah. Because so did the Irishman. It had less than a 30-day run in theaters and only a small run at that. But it was enough to get it recognized. Yeah, which is why it ran in theaters then. But that was the 
but dude, that's the funniest part about his argument is that he's sitting there saying that, like, because it's a foreign film, it's not nom. It should not have one best picture. And I'm just like, what would have been it, funny is if he was making the case that 1917 should have won best picture. That would have been so fucking hilarious. I mean, he did. He he kind of said that. He, like in his rant, he was like, 1917 could have won. Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's my point. That's why I'm saying it. Like, it's so fucking funny <clears throat> to me that he's just going on this rant about Parasite winning Best Picture and not Joker. And I'm just mm. like, man, like you got to watch some more movies. Man, a lot of my friends they have all ranted and raved about Joker and loved it. And you know, a lot of my friends are geek guys, comic guys. But me and just two or three others that have seen it where I'll just like, it wasn't that good. Sorry, it just wasn't. You know, and I think a lot of it is, we talked earlier in an off-air conversation about marketing. Yeah. Um, how you market something. That marketing campaign, they were way out ahead of that movie for months. They're talking about screening it at, what, Sundance or Cannes, one or the other, and how it got this eight-minute standing ovation at the end. Uh, I'm sorry, where's the fucking video of that eight-minute standing ovation? I never saw that. Did that really happen, or is that just something the marketing department came up with? I don't know. I, I the only the only stand uh, standing ovation that I saw a movie get that was nominated for Best Picture was Once, a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but marketing, man, uh, you're you're being slowly preconditioned to have a bias. Audiences are saying that this is the best movie they've seen all year. Audiences are saying it's powerful, it's gripping, it's amazing, it's this, it's that. Critics love it, this and that. You're getting preconditioned to think, oh, this is good. People like it, so therefore I must like it. And they're watching it, and they're not, and they're just echoing all the shit that you've heard. And I'm like, but it's really not that great. Well, you and I have experienced, we experienced that with something that we had to review on this podcast that you and I both did not like, but it got huge rave reviews, even won awards. Yeah. And that was Devil Man Cry Baby. Yep. Yep. And hell, you know, just last week with Marriage Story, a lot of people are singing its praises and we both watched it and it was like, eh, not a fan. Yeah. I was like, it's a solid C movie. <laughs> like, I just also fucking hate monologues and that movie has yeah. like eight of them. Yeah. And that's 10 too many. <laughs> I don't know. Right now I'm watching parasite. I rented it. Cause I, I've been wanting to see that movie way before the fucking award season. I just, well, I know we had, we had both been talking about trying to check it out. If opportunity presented itself. And then when we heard it was nominated, we're like, Oh, okay. Well, that's, I guess that's the pity nod, which is surprising that they gave it the trophy. Um, but you know, and I know we have we have vastly different viewpoints on awards for things like movies. Anyway, we see them as ridiculous. And award some shows, people... award shows are advertisements. That's all they are. That's all they'll mm -hmm. ever be. There's a reason that they're that way, and that's because they were always designed to be that way. One mm -hmm. of my one of my biggest arguments constantly about like the game awards, for example, is that when I watch the game awards, I don't watch the game awards because I'm like, 
oh, this is going to be awesome. Like, I can't wait to see who wins, like, best game, which is such an arbitrary fucking thing to begin with. Because art's based on taste. It's not based on, exactly. like, what it was the sub- best. It is subjective from person to person to person. There is no consensus of, oh, that's so wonderful. You know? Yeah, sure, there's going to be maybe more people think so than not. But it's still subjective, you know, well, and a, again, a subjective consensus. Again, these award things are designed to do two things. They're advertisements for the nominees, so that mm-hmm. way more people would check them out because they're like, oh, they won awards. And the second thing that they're there for is to promote something else. So with the Game Awards, there's a metric fuck ton of, of trailers, mm-hmm. of, of, of announcements, of advertisements, which is really what I'm watching for. Um, and a lot of other uh, like movie award shows will have like subtle advertisements for things coming up, things that you are kind of paying attention to, but not directly, but they make, they choose nominees based on what they think can make more money down the line. Like Mm -hmm. parasite one, because it is a good movie, but also because they're like, Holy shit, we can make a lot of money off of this. If people know that at one best picture, they're going to rent it. And it's now available on like just about every fucking streaming flat. Yeah, uh, you you can buy it on it. you can buy it on Amazon and own it for yep. fifteen bucks in HD, or rent it for five. <laughs> um, but yeah. I so just, that's why that's why I don't give too much a shit about the award shows, but I do think that they're interesting. I do no, find no, them fascinating. I, I don't. Regard. I don't. I don't disagree there. You know, there can be some entertainment had. Um, uh, some good jokes. Um, you know, I'd have to watch to see what those were, but uh, oh, with the Oscars, there really wasn't anything. The the word the, the the most that you could deem as comedy was uh Rebel Rebel Wilson and uh uh the late night show guy, the late show host guy. Um, that was in Cats. James Corden. James Corden came on stage dressed as Cats. And made fun of how they looked in the film. How they made fun of how bad the visual effects were. Here's the funny part. The visual effects artists are calling them out on Twitter saying, yeah, no, it's totally fine. You do, you, you guys go ahead and, and make fun of the work that we were told to do where we worked 80 hours to do it a week. That's fine. Go ahead and make, just make that, make that a joke. It's great. Appreciate it. I'm like, mm. yeah, they can, go, they can go suck a dick. Like I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not the kind of guy that's like, oh, you know, you shouldn't make a joke about something. But I think if you're gonna make a joke about something, at least make it a good one. And yeah. to me, to me, what what Rebel Wilson and and James Corden did on stage was a, a an awful joke, and b kind of like mean spirited in a weird way. No, no. I mean, if anything, you should be critical about the studio's decision to go with that look versus the actual work that the effects people put in. Yeah. Because well, you're like, still... Well, it's like, look at Sonic. Like, that design that those VF- VFX artists had, artist, artists had to work for, to <laughs> work with, they, uh, they were told, they were directed to make Sonic look that way. It wasn't their fucking artistic choice. No, they're just the animators and the, you know, and for the backlash, the studio's like, oh, let's change it. And everybody was happy after that. Which but, uh, it's still going to be a goddamn train wreck. 
I dude, it's going to be. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of what's cracking me up about it, by the way, is that a lot of people are like, it looks so much better. Sonic looks so much better, and I can't wait to see it. And I'm sitting there going, do y'all remember that scene where he makes like the joke about like having a child in a bag <laughs> in front of an elevator? Like that was in the original trailer. Nobody wants to remember that, huh? The awful jokes that clearly are going to be in the movie that they didn't refilm those awful jokes. <laughs> they, they just, just reskinned them. Not even like, here's the thing. The trailer makes the movie look a thousand times better than it is. A thousand times better than it is. Too because, many times trailers do that anymore. Well, because the first trailer made the movie look awful outside of the awful design of Sonic. The trailer made the movie just look bad. The yeah. new trailer makes the movie look better. They didn't refilm really anything. <laughs> no, they just took different just, parts and made a trailer to sell you a bad movie. They just made Sonic look better. That is it. So I'm just like, oh, this is still going to be a train wreck, everybody. Hope mm-hmm. you enjoy your better looking Sonic. Like I James Williams. James Williams of uh, Funhouse had mentioned it. He was like, all of you that bitched and complained, I want you to understand that you're still getting a bad Sonic movie. Yeah. Anybody that expects they're getting a good Sonic movie clearly has not paid attention to the history of video games as movies. Right. What's Brian think of it? I'm curious. I haven't talked to Brian in a while. What's he thinking about the Sonic movie? I know he's looking forward to it. But what are his genuine thoughts about? I actually, I haven't really talked to him about it uh, at all, like, or him or Hutch. And so I have honestly no idea what their true opinions are on it. But um, I know that they're both going to see it day one. They both have their tickets. So excited about it. Cautiously optimistic, I hope. I know Brian has actually said he is looking forward to the Sonic movie, but it's not the movie he's looking forward to the most this year, but he is no. excited about it. I'm just wondering if he has any expectations of it actually being good. Yeah, I think he does, but he's also, I know that Brian is very much like us and that's there's, you know, he, he understands there's a possibility it could suck. He just hoped it to, he, his hope. And this is really, this is really, I think commendable as a Sonic fan. He hopes that it doesn't add more tarnish to the Sonic name. Yeah, and that's fair. That is fair. Because, uh, good Lord, is that fucking franchise tarnished? Um, I hate to do Absolutely. this to you, Josh, but we're going to have to wrap up the podcast here. Cause... Yeah, you got some things you need to take care of. I have some things. I need to make some calls and put some things in motion on my end. Uh, this was This was fun today, though. Yeah, not as long of, a, of an episode as we've done in the past for Uninhibited, but that's okay. That's the point of uninhibited. Um, we, we we spent over an hour talking and bullshitting before the show that we could have had some good conversation had we just hit the record button sooner. True, very true. Which is what we should do with uninhibited in, in the future. Just like start. You know, I was I was thinking. You know, I was like, you know, we were. Pardon me. We were wanting to get that Patreon thing up and off the ground a while back, and I was thinking. We've never really loaded any content to it, though, because we don't have any patrons. But maybe you should just go ahead and start recording shit and putting it on there exclusively. And yeah, just saying, yeah. if you want to hear it, here it is. Yeah. 
I, I really, I still want to do that thing we were talking about a while back. Yes, where we absolutely. That movie. MST, MST3K style in movies in yeah. tandem. Yeah. Even and if we, even if nobody fucking listens can, to it, I know we're going to have fun with it. Well, we can do it on StreamYard and screen share and watch it that way and do it unlisted and publish it on Patreon. People can see it. So fuck yeah, let's do that. Let's start planning to do that. Let's yeah. do it. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start expanding our content guys. Um, and it'll be exclusive stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that more as it comes to fruition. But in the meantime, what you can do is follow us on our other social medias. And those are going to be linked down below in the show description. That's where you can follow us on, join our discord server, uh, purchase something from our merchandising store. Uh, you can join the follow the official All Queued Up podcast Facebook page for official news and announcements uh, when shows post, etc. Which, if you're unfamiliar, every Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, unless there's a delay. Uh, sometimes life happens and it doesn't get posted until later in the day, but for the most part. Uh, also, join the All Queued Up Discussions group and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That's where all the links are below. If you want to follow me, uh, I'm on other shows. Uh, I appear on, I'm on Facebook and regular name, Josh Fisher. It's a public profile. You can contact me, hit me up, you know, send me anything you want, uh, from, well, okay. No nudes. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but, uh, you know, hit me up. Give me, I, I like conversations, you know, I also appreciate feedback, suggestions, what have you. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, my links are there on that profile. It's public. You can follow me there. As for other shows outside of All Cured Up that I do with Greg, and as I said, publishes every Friday, you can catch me on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on two shows. One is called Figabangin, which we do live at 9 30 p.m eastern every other wednesday we have a new episode tonight uh as i'm recording this uh sort of about seven and a half hours Woohoo! <clears throat> and then every friday night at 9 p.m eastern give or take within a couple of minutes start time uh all uh we are on a show called mpsp theater with my friends there and we discuss nerd related stuff uh Movies, TV shows, comics, etc., and pop in the pop culture and entertainment realm every week. That's everywhere where you can follow the show and follow me. Greg, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on just about any social media site under Chub Rock Geek. I actually have content up on on TikTok and uh, Byte, which are new social media. Well, TikTok's not necessarily new, but Byte is. Uh, Byte's basically what Vine was, a six-second video thing. Mm. Uh, almost unnecessary with this, with the age of TikTok, but whatever. Um, the uh, the other thing is that uh, Anthony and I actually recorded our very last podcast last night. We decided that we needed really? to, yeah, we wanted to let people know who follow the site and follow us that what our why our decision was made in the way that we made it, and that uh, um, what our futures, you know, the plans are in the future and all that stuff. So. We just wanted to let everyone know what was going on, and uh, it's a good little podcast. Be, when's that going to be posted? Should be posted today or tomorrow, uh, as of recording this. So definitely, it'll be up by the time this episode goes out. Awesome, awesome! I'm definitely going to take a listen to it. D, 
Did you mention to him about coming on uninhibited? Yes. Yes. What did he say? Either, is he, is he down before, to do that? Before or during the recording. I don't remember which, but yeah, he's down. Absolutely. Well, then we should see if he can do two weeks from now. Yeah, I'll get a hold of him. See if he's see if he's available. Um, I don't know what his schedule is because he usually works during the day and he only has yeah. nights off. So, yeah, we'll have to try to figure that out. But yeah, I, I, he's he's definitely interested. Um, but yeah, that that definitely go. Ch- if if you enjoyed uh, Mission Start podcast at any point, go li- give that a listen. Um, we do have a good conversation about like burnout and and uh, you know how to keep things fresh and you know, what we wanted to do and how much work we put into it. And we kind of go into the history of MSP and all kinds of shit like that. It's pretty interesting, but uh, uh, at least it was to me. Um, so yeah, if you want to go give that a listen, that's, that's going to be on uh, any podcast thing that you use under mission start podcast. And it's the very last episode we're ever doing. And by that, I mean, there's a very good chance that it could come back in a few years. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah, as of right now, it's done. So there's that. But uh, the other thing is you can follow me on Twitch, which we were going to, we were going to try to do a, uh, a little stream this last uh, Saturday, but uh, well, part of the reason I need to go is why of that. I, 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 I don't know if I should, if I could, should tell the people or not like, no, no, no. Okay. It's, 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 it's a personal thing. Um, it's kind of personal. That's that's what I'm getting at. Like, I don't think it's a big deal to tell anybody. That's that's why I'm thinking. That's why I'm on the fence. Well, if you want to share it, you can. I mean, I, we sucks. have a we have a cat that's 17 years old. He is he's not well, and we have to put him down. Unfortunately, um, you know he's been around for again, like I said, 17 years. So it sucks. And last Saturday, my brother was in town to discuss it. <laughs> I was just like, well, <laughs> not doing a stream. So that's why that's a thing. But yeah, part, part of the reason I have to go today is we have an appointment with the vet. So he's, uh, he'll no longer be with us after today. But at the end of the day, guys understand that he is no longer going to be in pain. Um, he he'll be a, uh, a very happy full life for 17 years with you guys. 17 is a long time for a cat too. Mm-hmm. Just FYI, I know some cats have lived longer, but none of the cats we've ever had have lived longer than him. Yeah. So there's that too, but uh, it's a but, dirty deed, and someone's got to do it. But I, I'd, I'd rather him be resting than constantly in pain around here. So and, and getting to spend his last moments with somebody who's been there and taking care of him. You know, just more or less. I don't provide comfort. Yeah, it, it's I'm a recognizable face and voice, and that's what he needs. Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks. Yeah, it's never easy. It's 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 not, but um, you know the 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 side that that it helps me get through this is the fact that um, you know the 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 process is going to be painless. You know, the process is going to be just. He goes to sleep, and then that's it. So, which is always good to find a vet that's going to do that. <laughs> yeah. The, the 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 information they gave me about the whole situation and what was going to uh, 
like the processes they go through and stuff. I was just like, damn. All right. Well, that's why you're giving me that money. Jeff. Yeah, it was a whole thing, but that's why we didn't stream last, last Saturday. If you expected us to stream, do apologize for that, but you understand why. Yeah. Hopefully you know we can up. do that. Make up for that soon. I'm hoping this Saturday I'm, I'm or tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, um, I've got nothing going on. Neither do I. Uh, I might have my VR headset. Now, um, after next Saturday, Saturdays are going to be tough for me for a while. Girl Scout cookies come in next week, and then booth sales start the following weekend. Well, then let's definitely try to get a show in this the uh, stream in this Saturday, because if we're going to be not available for a little while, I won't. I won't have a Saturday free again until April. Yeah, good God, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And we find that Saturdays, by the way, everyone is the best to do it because that's when everyone's free. Yeah, we just least, need to promote it ahead of time so we yeah. can have free people commit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Saturdays. Like you wake up and you go, "What am I doing today? Nothing." Okay. Yep. But if we advertise ahead they of time, we're gonna have yeah. some people say, "Hey, you know that'll be fun. Let's let's do that tonight." Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's that. Uh, I'm hoping also the on, on a positive note at the end of this, besides the whole other thing, the other plan I have today is to go get my driver's permit since I don't have a license. That's a long story for another uninhibited. Because I've tried, I've tried many times. Yeah. But that again. Well, we 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 can we can talk about that. Uh, on the next episode to see how that went. And I need to call and uh, see what I need to do about getting uh, vehicle modifications modifications so I can start driving again and get my independence back in that regard. Start driving with a left foot. I don't want to do that. I want to do do like the hand controls, make it feel like I'm playing Gran Turismo. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fucking throw right. on some fucking Judas Priest Turbo Lover. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, like I said, it's a bit short of an episode, but that's okay. Um, like Josh said, follow all of our social medias, which you'll find down below. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're gonna. We keep trying to be more active. I've tried, like, I try a little bit and. Then I forget and other things come up and I just keep forgetting. But um, if you guys have a topic or a thought or a question for us, leave it in the um, Facebook uh, like discussion group, almost what a discussion or in the discord. That's where you'll find us more often. Um, and we love to like just have conversations about things. It's fun. Uh, watch Eli, <laughs> Eli and, and lock and key. Which apparently uh-huh. Josh has watched a couple episodes of Lock and Key. One. One. <laughs> uh, that's it's, funny to me. It's been four days and I'm really dreading getting back to two. Well, you'll get you'll get there. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that I can get more invested in it, but not gonna lie. Spoiler alert, I'm struggling. Mm. I already watched Eli though. I understand your struggle. I, I get that, like but that's the point of us doing the show is to let people know if it's worth it or yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, uh, like it, it might get better. It might get better. You never know. It may. It may. We'll find out and tell <laughs> you about it next week. Yep. Uh, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Go check out those shows, and we will we will see you then. Take care, everybody.